Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your gentle and kind GM, Uwu Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. I'm just going to say it. Your additions to your intro have just, they make me worry. <laughs> Stace Babcock. I got to say, Daniel, really, your additions to your intro make me feel safe and warm. <laughs> And Samson, I'll see your Saturday morning nectar of Satan and raise it to Ooh, the big boy. That is a big boy. I don't know how Nos can handle against my uh, ice cold cold brew. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Because you make it strong. I think 24 fluid ounces is going to get the job done. I don't know. This one to two for uh, coffee to water. So this is pretty concentrated. So in one cup of coffee, there are what, 110 milligrams of caffeine on average? Depends on the roast. And Alex Finn. I'm eating an entire pomegranate trying to get my permanent residency visa. <laughs> Deep cut. Quick question. What's devil's nectar? What, what did you think I was drinking? The nectar of Satan, Nas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I assume it stands for. Nectar of Satan. Uh, I assume there's like some milking activity to obtain the nectar. We're milking Satan. And then they can it. And it's then your basic you are, minotaur yeah. situation. Yeah, you're fueled by the powers of evil. Isn't that what Nas is? No, Nas is delicious and well-priced. Well, I agree with that. But still have to milk Satan. not to get too weird, I feel like Devil's Nectar would end up tasting like flat mint soda. Hmm. Like, it would taste bad, right? Whereas this tastes like vitamin B12 through yeah. and through. Yeah. Nice and orangey. It's great. I feel like you're not taking the proper view of hell. <laughs> Conversations like these are what helps remind me that you guys are still young. <laughs> uh, yes, I feel very body, young every day. Your bodies have not rebelled against the caffeine intake yet. Oh, mine has. I'm living with hot girl tummy troubles mm -hmm. every day. And like a lactose intolerant person, I continue to ingest it. Right? <laughs> lactose intolerancy, it's the worst. But sometimes mm -hmm. ice cream and cheese are just worth it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that are worth oh, it, that's nice. good. Samson, what do you have in your dice tray? <laughs> Diehard Dice. Uh, Diehard Dice, they are an online purveyor of dice. They have wonderful dice that they make and produce, and you should get a set of dice. Hello. So, listener, if you went to Diehard Dice right now, what you would probably see are the Alicia Essentials, a beautiful white and black acrylic set. You'll also see the Arcane Reticle. A beautiful ro uh, rainbow, I was about to say robotic, rainbow metallic. Are we shopping with Samson right now? Set of dice, beautiful. There's also Wellspring, Forge Fire, 
And oh, hey, look at that! Knights Hope Explorers wanted to hurt dice. What? Interesting. You could you what? Get, you get a little set of that of the podcast you listen to. And more than that, when you go to check out, use our code Explorers One, you get ten percent off your order of whatever you ordered from Die Hard Dice. So go do that and tell a friend to do it too. The more you do it, the more it helps support mm-hmm. the show and the better, the more cool dice you get. So please, thank you. So who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Alex. It's because I'm still eating pomegranates, isn't it? <laughs> so we were mid-battle and so Buddy Cop calls in his favor and he's just like, let's go. And Chacha's like, are you sure? I think I already did that. And he's like, well, if you don't do it, I'm going to hurt Bastion, the NPC that you've become attached to, because Daniel is evil and mean and not kind and benevolent. <laughs> and so Chacha's like, can I talk this over with Bastion? Maybe he's cool with it. And it's like, no, Bastion's not cool with it. So Chacha, for some reason, thought this was a great plan. And this is what happens, listeners, when I just like go full Chacha mode. Chacha was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And as soon as Buddy Cop got in there, she's like, transport to the foundry. I- I'm out. I think my Chacha logic was, let's not do any huge damage to this battlefield that currently contains Dilly, Nix, and the dolls. And Aster, but I doubt mm-hmm. Aster would ever really receive damage. Just emotional damage. Yeah. Emotional damage. Anyway, so in the foundry, she was just like, I'm going to go in front of the void. Maybe that'll help. Probably not. Buddy cop takes over and it's like, we're going to go for the fire. This is a way more convenient plot line for me than what I was originally going to do. Do, 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 do. So now it becomes the pull and tug and just boring, epic struggle for control of Chacha's body that we've established now. Because, listeners, we also realize that I have been doing recovery rolls all wrong. It was embarrassing. We also have to go... For three years. Yeah, for three years, listeners. For three years. And so we have to also think, what else has Alex been doing wrong this entire goddamn podcast? We'll never know. (laughs) But we probably will once we discover it at a crucial moment. (laughs) So, Buddy Cop makes it to the fire. And before he can put the hand in the fire... To restart this BS, Chacha rests control and is like, hey, this is what's happening, Mer. Don't let it happen. It's a bad idea. And Dilly's just like, you know what? I'm going to, I guess, tube of timeout you? That's what I'm going to call it, tube of timeout. And so now Buddy Cop in Chacha's body and Chacha in Chacha's body are trapped in a tube of timeout in front of the fire. Well, And Buddy Cop's like, oh shit, how the fuck am I going to get through this? Let me just, I don't know, cut off Chacha's arm. Oh, shit. I made one of her arms insubstantial, so I can't do that. And here's where I, like, misunderstood what Daniel was describing. I thought what he was going to do is put the knife in his mouth and, like, saw off his, her arm with the knife in his mouth. Instead, what he's doing is he's sharpening Chacha's teeth because it's now a doll Chacha cosplay time. And I guess he's going to bite off the arm. Again, I feel like could have saved both things by holding the knife in the mouth and cutting off the arm that way. But I think what he's trying to do is kind of use Cha-Cha's body to cut off the arm. Yeah. Cha-Cha's body can interact with the, the hand. Mm. Whereas the knife just passes through. That was That's what I was thinking was happening. Could Cha-Cha teleport him to like the Dogi dimension? Oh, yeah. We were in that dimension for a little bit. Or like, but the problem is like, 
if she gets control and if she has enough intellect. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the transporting crust across time and space and whatever. Oh my God, I have a plan. Could trash. Let's just knock herself no, out. No, I have a better plan. Don't worry about it. Uh oh. Okay. And that's all I remember happening. <laughs> I don't remember what was happening with Nyx. I'm sorry. Nyx was busy being a yeah. bad taxi, <laughs> just picking people up, putting them other yeah. places. And now mm -hmm. she is uh, in the center of the Adeline on the Queen's Guard side, trying to create a hole. Yeah. So that, and uh, she's also inside one of those tubes, which is essentially like, yeah. like being in a, a bong that's just filled with your own BO. Yeah. And Nyx hasn't showered in a hot minute. We were in the forge for three weeks. I assume that was a very sweaty situation. Oh, yeah. So. But, you know, I feel like maybe a traveler thing is to, like, be one with your body and accept its natural processes. So she's just like, you day Nix. <laughs> Love it. She bottle this mm -hmm. shit up. Sell it. God, we're all going to need showers after this. Do you remember how it ended, anyone? There was an ending. We did the thing. We won. It's it's great. Listeners podcast over. We finished it last episode. You just have to rewind. Gma being like, Dilly. I'm here for you. Oh, but like yeah. not a comforting way. And like a, I'm here to kill you sort of way. Not supportive, mm -hmm. really. But listeners, we had a podcast first. Samson rejected the GM intrusion. I did. Yeah. That is a first, not just for this podcast, but for the entirety of all the time yeah. we've been playing together. Stakes uh, were high. Pretty cool. Like, yeah. It was a very wise choice. I feel strange about it. Spending XP to deny a GM intrusion, but I have all my tears, so it's like, well, what? Am yeah, yeah, we're at tier six, yeah. So, Dilly, Jima is across the way from you. Since you had spent an XP to refuse the intrusion, she is not behind you with her knife to your throat, but she has her knives out, and she says, "Hello, Dilly. It's been a while." And just like last time, Dilly interrupts her and just says, "Wait your goddamn turn." And Dilly is focusing on the shit happening with Buddy Cop since that seems more problematic. All right. Then for her turn, she is going to walk over to where Nyx is in the tube. Yo, Jima, what's up? Welcome back. Muffled. Mm-hmm. Nyx holds up her hand. The needs of her money. Jima! You know, Jima, I've been kind of thinking. Yeah, that's right, me thinking. And uh, I know that you're trying to like kill us, like for the queen or whatever, and you're a like service to the queen and all of that stuff. So I was just wondering if you've thought about what service to the queen means in this moment when her army's getting its ass kicked, and like we're here trying to prevent the army from getting its ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? So maybe contribute in that direction. It's just a thought. It looks to me like the battles tide has turned in the queen's favor now. Yeah, because I'm in this badass mech. And I don't see that giant creature anymore. I told you I'd wait until we, this was resolved. You consider this resolved? Gma, come on. I know you've been around the block a time or two, but like, you've been in ba a battle. You've seen it, right? And you know, like, tides turn consistently. There's also the whole other half of the ar army over by Bodrov doing shit. Like, if you think this is over, Gma. I really kind of question your judgment in this case. Maybe you're too li little too laser-focused on your shit and not focused enough on the queen's shit. Battles are messy. That's why I prefer to stay objective-focused. 
Wow, I'm so glad that we could take this time, Nick says as she like manipulates the controls, to really mm-hmm. like dial in on this sort of thinking flaw that you seem to have going on here, right? So do you want to talk through that or do you like want to help win the battle? She kind of just tilts her head at you, just thinking. And she just experimentally runs her knife around the tube just to see, and the knife passes through it. It doesn't hinder it in any way because she's not a guardian. That's interesting. And now it, uh, so it had been Dilly's turn because she took her turn later in initiative because I forgot her essentially. And so now it is back to Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha. Buddy Cop has started chipping at teeth. You are in this tube. If you would like to attempt to reassert control, it is a 30 intellect defense. I feel like I should get advantage because he's distracted. Just saying. I'd give you that. Yeah. So I have to 27, which is now a 25 because I have a free level of effort. Can I get advantage because I've won before once? Sure. So now you're down to a 21. See, this is the oo-woo part. Okay, I give you back your (laughs) oo-woo. Okay, I think I can do this. So I'm going to use two levels of effort, which drops it down to a 15. Okay. I got an 18, and I, I barely have any intellect left. But I have enough to do this. Oh, no, that's a bad idea, because then that frees him from the tube. How hard is it for Samson to retube? So, Samson can't retube. Muir is retubing right now. Okay. So the auditor has to be able to see you. Because mm. I was going to go and drop him in another area of the foundry and give, like, Mirror a couple rounds to, like, defense up. I get the feeling the only defense the fire really has is just being in the foundry. Mm. So here's a question. Can the knife pass through the tube? Because it's not... Not if it's being wielded by a guard. What if I just kicked it out of the tube? If you kicked it out of the tube, it would be out of the tube. That's what Trasha's going to do with her move. She's going to drop the knife and kick it out of the tube. Ha-ha. Try it now. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Let's go. Okay. Back to the top. It's Buddy Cop's <laughs> turn. You've been fighting him a couple times, so I'll give you that one asset again. Uh, so this is going to be a 27 intellect defense to keep him from reasserting control. Then down to 24. So I'm going to use another two levels of effort, and it brings it mm-hmm. down to an 18. Okay. Is it worth it? I'm sorry, I'm like mentally trying to think if it's worth it. You know? Yeah, I mean, you, you have to be strategic with your, yeah. your spend. Um, so it might be worth it. It might not be worth it. Depends on what he does next. I know. Samson, do you have any plan going? Kind of depends what Mirror can do with the fire. I have an idea, but I... Well, the question is, should I let him back in control or keep the control? <sighs> Which would be more advantageous to you? I think staying in control would probably be better for us. Okay, so I'm going to try it. Okay. Oh, fuck. I got a 19, though. It almost dropped on the ground, but the curtain okay. caught it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to reset control. What would you like as a minor effect? I use a minor effect to gain back some fucking intellect. Yeah, like a little second wind. Yeah. Uh, you get a d6 roll. Yeah. No bonuses. Uh, clenched my butthole. You can roll a d6, but without okay. your tear added to it. So do it the way you were doing it before. <laughs> Normal recovery <laughs> roll. <laughs> Normal old recovery roll. Fuck yeah. Suck it. So one of the eaters is going to throw a body at Nix's mech. So Nix make. Well, I moved a long distance away from them. They can throw a long distance. Okay, I just wanted to be, you know, make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear. So it's a 24 speed defense. Uh, her basic bullshit 
plus moving like water makes that a 15. Mm-hmm. Three level of speed effort due to my edge makes that a 12. Eight. Mm. So a body splats against your glass screen. You'll have to spend an action cleaning it off or be hindered. Okay. This time it was one of their own soldiers they picked up and threw. Good, good. So, Dilly, you feel a light go out. Mm. Bad. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) them's the breaks. This is the situation we're in. Yep. Two other yeeters are at the artillery, and they are going to fire their guns at Nix's mech. So the two twenty-four speed defense rolls. Ew, who uses guns? Ugh. So that makes it 12 with Nix's shit. Oh, 15? Okay, that's one. 16. Okay, cool. You managed to dodge both of these shells. And because you were, like, putting in a line into the buddy cop army, like you were building and putting a hole in there, the shells that you missed actually hit their troops. Nice! Yeah. And, of course, each one of those shells does significant damage to whoever it hits. That does some serious hurt to their army. Nixus finger guns at them. <laughs> With the robots, it's like... <laughs> okay, um, next up is Nix. What Nix would like to do is take her... What side of Nix is Dillion? Right side? That's what I've been imagining. I've been imagining, like, kind of behind, like, kind of holding on to, like, the seat to steady himself. Since he's been okay. staring off into the distance. And so then Jima is right next to Nyx, right? Dicking around yep. with the powers of the tube. Mm-hmm. So whichever side she's on, right or left, what Nyx would like to do is take her mech hand, punch through the glass, and try to grab nice. her. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Wow. I love this. Okay. So that is going to be, I think, there's like, this is so unexpected. I'm going to give you an asset. Hell yeah. The downside is that, like, you and Dilly will have to make some, not impossible, but just some minor, like, mic defense rolls to prevent glass hitting you guys and doing damage. So this is going to be a 18 to grab Jima. Unarmed specialization makes that, that a 12. Count. Attacks are eased due to moving like water, so a 9. Mm-hmm. Between the mech and Nyx, she can take three free levels of effort. And so that makes it a zero. So next, do oh, it. Okay, so this hand smashes through the window and grabs Jima. Nix and Dilly, please make a 12 mic defense roll. Hey, don't forget your three might edge from your uh, bad boy. Oh, no, you don't. Ooh, we're <laughs> both inside the mech, but it's the pilot. Doesn't matter if you're the pilot, because this is glass coming into the mech from... Oh, okay, so it's 12 to start, you said? Yep. Um, I'm going to roll it straight. So it's really easy for Nix. Yeah, that makes it a three for Nyx. And I got a four. <laughs> Ten for Dilly. I would like to use the probability engine, please. Okay, it's a seven. Yeah, all right. Roll completion. Six. That was close. Dilly, you will take four white damage as glass hits you and embeds in your skin. It's another day at the office. Mm-hmm. And Nyx, meanwhile, is just like, feels good. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like crunches on some glass, swallows it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Does that do damage? Nick has eaten so many things. <laughs> I feel like at this point your mouth has to have like weird calluses in it. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> like Nick's mouth has to be as callous as the, her hands. Yeah. Well, she doesn't really chew, does she? So I think actually no calluses. It, it, everything just kind of like slips. So down. you think there's got to be some scraping? 
right? If she's eating people in full gear. Yeah, because she's definitely swallowed people wearing armor and things like that before. Yeah, I guess. Maybe some and metal. Belt buckles and the like. Yeah. Didn't she eat that person who was like half simp? Yeah, she ate yeah. Garrus, who was like three quarters simp. Although, in my head, that was chicken wing styles, at, still. Mm-hmm. Like a turkey leg, like peeling it off. <laughs> You've got Jima in a mech grip. Okay. I would like to use again and again to yeet her out of the. <laughs> oh <mech>. my god. For <laughs> a woman. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. Yeah, let's see how far you... You're definitely going to be able to throw her. The question is, let's find out how far. Okay. So the way we'll do this is I don't think that there's a target number here because you're just yeeting her. So what we'll do is this. You can use my effort to add a plus three to your roll for each level. Okay. When you throw her, you'll roll a d20. Okay. Whatever difficulty tier your final number matches up with will tell me how far she flies. Okay. So Nyx has her three levels of might effort right out the gate. So that's a plus nine. Mm-hmm. I want to throw her really far. So three additional might efforts for a plus 18. Mm-hmm. 10, 28. 28. You throw... Oh, no. Jima. It's all good for you, but is it okay if I pick the direction that you throw her for cinematic effect? Yes. So you throw Jima. This is sort of reflexive, so you're throwing her as... She disappears into the sun. (laughs) (laughs) See you in campaign two when she lands. (laughs) Yeah, so you whip her, like, off in a direction, like whichever direction your mech is facing at the time, and she goes flying, flying. And Nyx... Now you have an unobscured view because your glass is shattered, so the body that was splattered against it is no longer an issue. Oh, dang, nice! <laughs> Solving two, two birds with one mech hand. Yeah, and you see her in the distance hit the side of the plateau. Oh! And she doesn't fall off the side <laughs> oh. of the plateau. She splats like a bug. Oh! Oh, Nick just killed Listeners! Listeners, you're so angry at us. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jima. This is this is tomorrow all over again. Um, but Nix is just absolutely lost patience. She's like, I'm trying to fight a fucking battle here. Like there are constant distractions. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. gonna end this. Ooh, splat. Ooh. Uh, Man, I thought she was gonna die from like some duel of the fates thing between Nix and like Nix and her fighting on like the rafters. I mean, in, in a way, night. she did die of a duel of the fates. Except there was a mechan. <laughs> but this was almost disrespectful. Like, yeah. <laughs> All us here in love and war. I feel like like at tier six, like a lot of these things like for you guys can be just like things that were scary for you before can sort of be like nuisances now. It's true. That's exactly how Nyx was viewing it. She's like, I've used my words. Mm-hmm. G-Man fucking with me. <laughs> trying to save the world. She refuses to talk through her big feelings. <laughs> So, yes, for big feelings. Like, we need mm-hmm. a big feeling timeout, you know? Next up are the armies. Buddy Cop's army is in really bad shape. Good. Evens or odds? Me? Yeah. Uh, evens. Stace will die. Tell me if you get even or not. Ten. Okay. If that happens one more time, they'll break force and retreat. Uh-oh. And then it'll be a rout. Dilly adds a little illusion. A few of them look like they pissed their pants. A few of Buddy Cop's armies look like yeah, they pissed their pants. <laughs> And this smell. Diliad's the smell, too. 
but it's keeping with the illusion. So these like weird mutated creatures, like their their pee is almost like acidic and burning the ground with it. Nice. But they look embarrassed somehow. <laughs> I just want to know: Are the puppets sowing chaos in Cha Cha? So that's that's my next thing. Yes. All right. So, evens rot stays. Evens. Samson will die. If you even rot. Three of. Boo. Okay. So the dolls have gotten control of the mech. They're, they figured that out. Now the thing to keep in mind is that the dolls are not particularly high order intelligences. No. So they're having a hard time, like, moving the mech well. But the one thing they have figured out is how to pull the triggers on the stonecutter lasers. Since there was a mismatch, they are blasting indiscriminately at both forces. Yeah. 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 It's pretty terrifying, you know, like, seeing the... Like, so they do, like, hit one of the eaters and kill it because that's the one that had been wounded pretty badly. Um, and then they also hit some of the... Like Queen's Guard, so not just the regular soldiers, but the Queen's Guard. Next, we'll take that as a net win. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're trying to stomp, and they they accidentally stomp on some other soldiers, but you don't catch it. It's too there's too much chaos to tell who they stepped on. You're not sure if it was Buddy Cop forces or Navarine forces. Although Dilly, you don't feel any lights go out. Um, so now it is it's Dilly's turn. Dilly is going to ask Mir how much control she has over the f- over flaring the fire. Like, can she like focus it, direct it? No, I, I think you got the impression before that, like, because it's not like communicating in words that, like, it's like she can flare it like it's sort of like a last ditch of defense in the in the room. She can't like direct it in like a pillar. What she can do is cause the entire fire to like turn into a conflagration in there. Okay. Um, and it wouldn't hurt her. The only reason it hurt her before is that with reigniting it, you had to essentially set off a bomb in there. It was the bomb that caused the damage, not the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, Samson, don't really give a shit about Mirror. I'm not, I'm not concerned about her. Oh, well. Oh, well. So glad I built that character then. <laughs> She's so cool. Daniel, I'm glad you built her too. And then we unbuilt her about 50%. That's kind of what you guys did. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> hey guys, remember Tima? <laughs> <laughs> well, we wrapped up that plot thread one way. <laughs> We're closing. Not the way I expected, but really yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dilly is going to convey what the bare bones of plan he has. It's going to ask Mira to flare fire, but do we see? Do we? Can we see visually who's in control of Chacha? So what you just saw is you saw that Cha-Cha had originally had the knife up here, and then you saw Cha-Cha drop the knife, kick it out of the tube, and you saw her, like, consciously, like, taking him up to, like, mm-hmm. try to catch her breath. Okay. Then, yeah, uh, Dilly's gonna ask Mira to flare the fire, but ask Cha-Cha to stick out her corporeal hand. And we're gonna... S- That's a very complicated set of instructions you're trying to send. Yeah. my And if I can, I'm also gonna add, like, just... We're trying to catch him on a technicality. He said he'll let her go if she sticks her wrist in the fire, but he never specified which wrist, so let's see if we can get him with the other one. Wait, the ghost hand or the real hand? Real hand. Stick out your real hand. Okay. And yeah, I acknowledge that this is complicated to do in one turn. Yeah, this is going to be a 21 intellect to try to communicate this. Uh, Let's go with Knight's Hope set for this. Bring it to a 15. 
And we established this this kind of thing was cognitive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're trying to communicate a complex topic through feelings. Mm-hmm. All right. Getting very low. That's what I like to hear. I think five total levels of efforts, which brings it to a nine. Does that sound right? I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> There's only two, but now's not the time for low rolls. God damn it. Have an XP, good sir. Now's the time to not hoard them. Uh, yeah, if you're willing to spend it. Yeah. God damn it. Probability That's engine? That's what I'm thinking. Spend that roll. Yeah, probability engine. It's a 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the other rolls were like 5, 3, and 2. So. Damn. Next one was going to be a 1. Roll depletion for me. Uh, 48. New number locked in. Just waiting for that thing to be a one one of these days. That'd be funny. So, Muir says to Cha-Cha, Cha-Cha, if you're in there, um, stretch out. Now, you wanted her to stretch out her hand, but she has to get the hand to the fire, right? Yeah, that's why I so also you- said, uh, that's why I said flare, so that we can meet in the middle, literally. Oh. The fire is... Since the fire's also guardian-based, I think it would also be affected by the tube. So, she, so if you want it to meet in the middle, she probably has to drop the tube. dun dun dun, dun. <sighs> I feel like... This isn't me doing a gotcha. I'm just Same. trying to think logistically through the stuff we've set up already. Yeah, and I think she, the tube would also have to be dropped so that Cha-Cha could stick her hand out. Um, so that I kind of have to leave to Muir, because I feel like Muir would... She's the keeper of the fire, so I feel like that's her decision if she wants to risk the fire with that, because Dilly doesn't know if it's going to work. Okay. So again, she can only really flare it as a conflagration. So she can do that, but the the challenge is, of course, that that's going to engulf all of Cha-Cha for a moment. Mir drops the tube, and she says, I'm sorry, Cha-Cha. Fair. And fire erupts in this place. Cha-Cha, please make a might defense of 21. And I have, like, the plus three fire damage defense, so it's not as bad as we all think. It's gonna still suck. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, so you're... So this isn't as bad as when you walked through the fire, to be clear. That is gonna be... That was much worse than what this is. But you're gonna be making your might defense roll to determine if you get the lowest amount of damage or if you get the highest amount of damage. And then your damage will be reduced by what... By your three... And good news, I have might left. I do. Yay, listeners. Mm -hmm. Happy hands. So it was a 24? 21. 21. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to use, well, three levels of effort down to a 12, Mm -hmm. which is, I got a 14. Okay. So... The amount of damage that's going to hit you, if you had failed, it was going to be 12 damage. Damn! Since you succeeded, it is 6 damage. Yeah! Three. Only 3 uh, damage. So it flares around your body, including the bracelet of death. In your head, Buddy Cop first bellows in pain, and then starts laughing as the fire wraps around the bracelet. Oh, fuck. And the bracelet starts glowing. But Buddy Cop does not infect the fire. Oh. That was not his purpose. Buddy Cop calls the fire around the bracelet. Muir's guardian auditor implants glows a bright blue. Dilly erupts in a bright blue. And Dilly, about 
30 feet away from you, outside the mech. Light shines off you, shoots out, and seems to form a spiral that slowly opens like a door. Oh, fuck. And that's where we're on this episode. That was beautiful. Oh, goddammit. That was beautiful. But, um, Cha-Cha, your Yay! desk Yay! No more hot potato! <laughs> the bracelet's no longer there. Wait, do I get my arm back? Nyx is like, one more fucking thing! Nyx is, like, real pissy. She still hasn't gotten over the messenger situation, you know? <laughs> and there were a lot of annoyances during the battle, and she's like, fuck, one more fucking thing I'm gonna have to deal with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay something about this episode. Gmago splat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And didn't, honestly, like, what I was thinking was, like, she would get tossed somewhere into the midst of the battle and then, of course, turn back up at the worst moment, like, when we're getting, like, our medals from the stone burners or waiting for our execution, whichever way that goes. And then she'll be like, execution? This is my kill. And then show up, you know what I'm saying? So for the arc to end like that is pretty cool, especially because Nyx, I think, has, like, as a general rule, tries to stay even-tempered. But this time, mm-hmm. you know, the stakes are so high. She's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna solve this problem. And she feels vaguely bad, but also just like, them's the breaks so uh, but it'll yeah. it'll be interesting if pr- provided the nick survives the emotional fallout from that so it, it but the way it happened with the mech arm and everything that was pretty mm-hmm. fucking sick it's very cool so yeah jima i mean she didn't realize how much we've changed <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and she changed too and gotten stronger. But I think one of the things that I, I love about it is that I didn't plan it that way. But I also sort of love the idea of like, there was at least one plot line where there was this nemesis-like figure approaching. And everybody could feel it. And then it comes up and you're just like swatting a fly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, she picked her moment poorly. Yeah. Cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out Kunk on Earth. It is a show on Netflix. It is a show on, like, archaeology, history of of humanity, and things like that. But it is basically like a the tonight show skit the whole time so these are like longish episodes and i'm not sure if it's just the character name or if it's also the uh comedian's name but philomena kunk is her name and uh she like very humorously like at one point she was like walking into a cave to look at cave drawings she she goes you're probably wondering what i'm doing in this cave well, I'm here because my producers told me that I had to be <laughs> or things like that. Or uh, and then she'll talk to experts like legitimate academic experts in these areas. So she was talking about like ancient Greek Olympics. <laughs> she was and they ensured that they won by not inviting anyone else from around the world. Oh, my God. I've seen shorts of this on Instagram. Yeah, it's hilarious. You'd ask the academic like, so with this wrestling, they were totally naked. So weren't there buttholes just hanging out like weren't people just seeing like a lot of buttholes like what do you think they thought about that and stuff like that or just constantly like comparing great historical works of art and she goes this uh, this was created 1000 years before the release of crash bandicoot (laughs) and then so so like like kind of making them like equivalent pump up the jam also comes up a lot As a, as a reference point, and it is just so funny because it, it really lampoons these sort of documentaries where, you know, 
the 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 person who is hosting them, you know, they're like really big on, you know, this is humanity and it's a sign of our ingenuity and things like that. And she's just like, takes it so unseriously. <laughs> they're like four levels of meta humor. And she she's like looking at the Mona Lisa with like an art expert. And she's like, what? So what makes this good? Or then she'll point something out on um, Michelangelo's David. She goes, look at all of this intricate detail, especially around his schlong. I don't know if she used the word schlong. And then, she, like, the camera pans around to his ass. She goes, high level of detail all around, except there is a penis. Why isn't there an penis? And things it's just so fucking funny. So I love history documentaries in general. And just to, to watch this, oh, it is a great time. So... Strongly recommend Cook huh. on Earth, available on Netflix. It is absolutely hilarious. And if you like kind of the awkward skits from like The Tonight Show and things like that, it is that the whole way through. She'll be interviewing these experts. She'll ask a question and they'll be in their chairs and they will like look <laughs> back at like, like look back at like the producers. Like, what? Yes, like, am I being pumped? And it is just yeah. like <laughs> so funny. I'm going to go watch this now. I hope Very you're cool. happy. You better. Yeah, I'm definitely checking it out. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think of Kunk on Earth or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Website, our website, explorerswanted.fm. Go there and you'll see our socials. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. But our favorite social network at this point is Discord. So explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Come hang out with us. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash wanted is a great place to support us, and we keep making the show, and that'd be cool. Also, it'd be cool if you used our Dice Daily Code Explorers Wanted with Die Hard Dice and get 10% off your order. Help support the show. Please and thank you. Yeah. And if you can't support us financially, we totally understand. The best thing you could do is to tell your friends about the show, what you like about it, what they would enjoy about it, and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Thank you so much to everybody that's already done that. And again, if you haven't yet, what are you waiting for? Yeah, give me something to read. Yeah, Stace is thirsty for those reviews. So thirsty. <laughs> and if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, sometimes you wake in the night and you hear a rhythmic thump through your pillow. You raise your head to try to locate it, only to have it disappear until you return to your prone posture. The logical conclusion is your heartbeat, but the pattern is too varied, too musical to be your heart. There, see? The tempo's rising. That can't be your pulse, can it? After all, you're safe in your bed. Maybe you're alone or with a partner, but only you can hear it. It's getting louder now, faster. It can't be you. You'd burst if your blood pounded this hard. But it's nearer now. You can almost hear it when you lift your head. Don't move. Listen carefully. Listen until your brow sweats in concentration. It's almost upon you now. It has to be. It may even be in your hallway. But the walls muffle the sound too much. So wait. Be still. It'll be over soon. Just wait for that faint rattle of the knob turning on your bedroom door. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord for brief bursts of time and then I disappear. So get in <laughs> when you can. I'm Stace Windu. 
Yeah, Stace like kicks in the Discord door and she's like, it's time to engage, yeah. bitches. <laughs> yeah. 16 messages <laughs> in like 10 minutes and then she's gone for another week. That's <laughs> right. In all the channels. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. If I heard the drums from the Jumanji movie, oh, yeah. I would be lying towards that sound so yeah. fast. I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter and <laughs> at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. I was just like, this is just the rhythm of the night. Y'all, that song was just <laughs> blasting through my head after you were just like, <laughs> in the middle of it, it was like, it's the rhythm of the night. <laughs> I'm Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch and Real Tea Unicorn on Twitter. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye. bye.